Greetings and salutations, and welcome to the People You Meet podcast. For episode four, we head to the Baylor College of Medicine Academy at James D. Ryan Middle School for the 10th annual Houston Public Media Spelling Bee. What's on the line for two kids is a ticket to Washington, D.C. to compete in the Scripps National Bee. With that being said, let's get to it. Hope y'all enjoy. It's a chilly and cloudy Saturday afternoon in Houston, Texas. Inside the auditorium, it's the Houston Public Media crew, along with 51 eager and anxious spelling bee participants, as well as their family and friends. All have come from 34 counties across Texas to compete in the largest regional bee in the nation. The youngest participant is eight years old, and the oldest is 14. Spelling bees are do or die, no makeups or redos, one missed letter, and you're out. In the first round, the words are fairly easy, and as the competition progresses, the words increase in difficulty. When you hear this sound, that means you're out and no longer in the B. One of the analysts at the B was Anjay Ajoda, a 23-year-old program manager for Microsoft and former three-time Houston Spelling Bee winner. For the kids competing, he's been in their shoes several times and knows what kind of work it takes to get to the National Spelling Bee. In 2003, when I went to the National Spelling Bee for the first time, I was in fourth grade, I was eight years old, and I was the youngest ever participant in the National Spelling Bee. I went two more times in, uh, in sixth and seventh grade, 2005 and 2006. I was like 10 and 12, or 11 and 12. Yeah, it was quite the experience. You know, I was definitely like the youngest person there, and it was definitely you know, a little intimidating, but it was fun. I had a good time. The University of Houston alum didn't just wake up spelling words. It was a long process for everyone involved. So to get through those uh, preliminary Bs and then go to nationals, I, we studied almost six, seven hours a day, you know, weekends included. Uh, my mom, who sacrificed a lot and put a lot of her energy and effort into this, would sit across from me going through lists she'd put compiled and put together from word lists all over the internet from previous Bs. And she'd quiz me. We'd go through my strategies, you know, the questions I could ask. She, we'd do flashcards for different root words and to, on how to build different words from, you know, the information like the definition and the language of origin. And that's kind of what we did, all day, every day. I first uh, started doing spelling bees in 2002, and it, you know, we finally aged out of the program in 2007. So about five years. Five years, you know, we'd take breaks for like, you know, summer vacation or you know, family vacation. But yeah, like at least during the school year, it was you know, do your schoolwork, and then we spell, we practice. Obviously, it takes work to get to nationals, but it also takes skill and plenty of preparation. Going to national, staying calm was very important. You can't let yourself panic or you know, let your thoughts get away from you. But I practiced really hard for that, you know. Um, I would practice, we'd, we'd, my parents would film me and review, you know, review the tape with me to make sure that I wasn't doing anything I wasn't supposed to. They'd practice with loud noises in the background so I wouldn't get distracted, camera flashes. Um, we, you know, worked out how to visualize things on the palm of my hand so I could see parts of the word come together as I got new information. And, you know, being on stage at Nationals was you know, just, it was extremely terrifying, but it was also, you know, the kind of the culmination of all that effort. Fortunately for Anjay and everyone who's lost in the B, some things you never forget. So, um, in the 2003, yeah, every speller remembers the words they've gotten wrong, so thanks for that. Um, but in 2003, it was actually a number of words because I didn't make it past the written test. It was the first year they did that. In 2005, the world, I got the word Nabobis wrong, a female nobility in the Middle East, N-A-B-O-B-E-S-S. -S. In 2006, it was sterlet, a type of small sturgeon, S-T-E-R-L-E-T, -E but yes. 
I remember. Before he heads back to Seattle, Anjay offers some advice for future spellers. Um, the number one thing to keeping your cool on stage is to keep your mind clear, know what you have, the parts of the words you know and don't know, and then realize that in the back of your mind, you probably come across this word before or some part of it. You know more of the word than you think you do when you're on stage. If you can relax and kind of access, you know, that, that kind of memory that wakes you up at three in the morning when you forget something, it'll come to you. As the competition begins, it's a tense atmosphere. But after the first round, there were 47 kids left. After the second round, 42 remain. And after the brutal third round, 24 kids were still in the running. But after the fourth, there were 13 kids left standing for their chance to compete in D.C. The fifth round was another tough one for spellers. Words such as strabismus, hebdomadal, erythrocyte, camouflure, bricology, damascene, bonastinia, pathology, Oroco, Assemble, and Batine got the best of 11 spellers, leaving only two kids left in the B. The last two spellers automatically punched their ticket to the National B, but the question is, who was going to walk away as champion? In the finals, fifth grader Benjamin Chin and eighth grader Pranav Chimadupati squared off. They both get past their first word, but Sabiz trips up Benjamin. As for Pranav, there's just one word standing in his way to become champion. Oxy-acetylene. O-X-Y-A-C-E-T-Y-L-E-N-E. Oxy-acetylene. That is correct. Ladies and gentlemen, your 2018 Houston Public Media Spelling Bee Champion is crowned. As expected, he feels exactly how you think he'd feel. I, I, it really hasn't sunk in yet, but I guess when I'm on the car ride back home, I'll be like screaming and yelling like F1, F1, like, um, yeah, I'm really excited and uh, I'm just going to get even more excited leading up to the competition. Um, there's nothing else to say other than I'm really excited. Pranav has been preparing for this moment for years, building it up word by word and day by day. But in his words, it took some serious time to get to this point a lot of hours, probably thousands of hours. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was studying like, so many resources like scripts that uh, that scripts gave, like um, the consolidated word list. Um, that's a very important thing. And uh, also you have to learn language patterns. Um, those can help you with words that you don't even know. And you also have to learn word roots and um, when you hear the language of origin, you have to be able to ask root questions. And that's actually a very basic concept, but I'm still working on it. <laughs> Winning runs in the family. Pranav's older brother, Aditya, also won the Houston Bee in 2009 and 2010, and even placed 12th and 9th respectively at the national competition. So Pranav was once a spectator for the National Bee, now he's a competitor. It's his last year to ever compete, so he walked me through his thought process when he first hears a word. When I hear a word, the first thing that comes to my mind is, do I know it or do I not know it? That's obviously the first thing. If I if I do know it, then I have to make sure that I um, make sure I know that I have the correct word by asking various questions. If I don't know it, then uh, I have to ask more questions like, what does it mean? And maybe and the language of origin, the part of speech, the part of speech will really help you with the endings, and um, you have to try to piece the word together. Um, with word patterns or 
uh, with language patterns or with word roots. If you're interested in following Pranav or Benjamin at the National Bee, it'll be May 27th through June 1st. Special thanks to Houston Public Media, Anjay Ajoda, and all the participants in the Bee. Our music is by Mark Henry Beats and image by Evan White. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TPYMPod and on Instagram at The People You Meet Pod. I'm your host, Richard White, and thanks for listening.